Hello, and thank you for listening to today's installment of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Jeff Penfield. Hello. And Courtney Stables. Hello. Today's podcast is brought to you by the travel agents for Marvelous Mouse Travels, where we're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. Today, we'll discuss Epcot's annual Food and Wine Festival. This year's festival will run from August the 29th through November the 23rd. Who's ready to talk about food? Me. <laughs> and wine. <laughs> yes. And cheese. Yes. <laughs> and dessert. Yes. <laughs> the list just goes on and on. So, Jeff, you actually went to Food and Wine, so I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was going to go for longer, but unfortunately my trip got cut short a little bit by a hurricane, but still had a lot of fun just um, quickly running around Epcot. So one of my favorite things to do is to kind of come back to old favorites. And so at the Wine and Dine studio, um, they have this amazing butternut squash that has pumpkin seeds on it and a balsamic and just it works together. It's just incredible. Um, so that was kind of one of my favorites to go to this year. But then we also tried out some new things like um, they have the Impossible Burger there. So over at Earth Eats, Impossible Burger slider with wasabi cream and spicy Asian slaw. And the sesame seed bun just goes so perfectly with it. So that was a really fun thing to get and um, tried out some new things like Hawaii had uh, uh, porks, uh, pulled pork slider and, um, really excited. Cause I think I'm probably going to go back, uh, for the wine and dine, uh, 5k and 10k and, um, check out, you know, some more stands and be able to eat some more food when I go there. They have some really great selections this year. Like I was looking at some of their menu. Um, one of the big things that everybody really talked about was the padilla that is offered in Spain. Were you able to see that? Um, yeah, I was able to go, yeah, I did, I was able to go by and see that real quick. Cause we, we mainly stayed kind of closer towards the kind of like the future world side. Not really, we didn't get to go into the countries for too long, but, um, passing by there, I mean, it's just, you go by the signs. Cause that's one of the nice things about food and wine is they have pictures of like all the food as you go along. So if you're kind of wondering, Oh, what is that? What's, what's in there? You can actually go up to the country and then see on this big picture, oh, there's, you know, there's this and that, or, oh, that's got this kind of meat that I like. And they're really good, you know, sometimes if you have, like, allergies or something, like my, um, like, let's say, you know, for whatever reason you don't want onions or there's a particular garnish, like, a lot of times you can actually ask for it not to be on there. You know, it's really cool that you can actually see what's going to be on your plate before you order it. Yeah, we, um, we normally will print out all of the menus, our family, and go through and highlight all the things, like, we have to have and things we want to try. And I really recommend doing that because it is completely overwhelming if you don't have a plan going into it. If you don't go in like with a plan already printed out, they have these little passports that you can get. So you can A, keep track of where you've been. Um, but B, you know, we'll take out a pen and just be like, all right, we want this and we want this right. and this and this. And then you end up having this list of like, you know, a few dozen things that you're like, okay, I don't know if we can have all that, but we try. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And find the things you can share because a lot of things um, are very shareable, which is nice. And the passport yeah. makes a great free souvenir. Oh yeah. Cause you have all the stickers in there. So you can literally like, we try to make sure that we get them just right in there so you can go along. Like you can literally put your name into it. Um, and, uh, now that they've got this new thing that's called a meals fromage montage, so you can actually go around 
and if you get specific items at some of the play at uh, some of the uh, venues, so Earth Eats, they have an Impossible Cottage Pie Studio. You get the Blackbird Borson uh, Souffle, the uh, Warm Raclette uh, Swiss Cheese, and I apologize if I totally messed that up. Um, at the Alps, which at the Alps is a new new stand. That was one that they added this year. I'm not going to try to say the one that's in Germany. It's a German <laughs> word, but trust me, it's probably pretty Chinook- good. The- Chinookden? <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. And then Chin- the Pau, Pau de um, Chieo in Brazil. And so you get all these things and you get a uh, stamp at the end um, where you get a complimentary cheesecake at the Shimmering Sips. And I heard that you could actually just go to one place and get five things. Oh, so I mean, I'm a big fan of the cheese bread. Like I save up my carbs for like a whole week just for that. <laughs> so um, I might just get five cheese breads. And, but it does give you the opportunity to try things that you wouldn't normally try. Well, and that's what I love about these festivals is, I mean, they're giving you a small enough portion to where it's like a sample. Well, I wouldn't call it a sample size because you can share these, but like you're able to go from country to country or from each booth and really get to just taste different items. Right. And not feel like if you don't like it, like you've wasted this big, huge, you know, yeah, amount of money on something. Yeah. And the great thing is, is if you're on the dining plan, these are all considered, well, the majority of them are considered snack credits. Yes. So this is a great way to like just ditch lunch or dinner and do this instead. And it's more than enough food for you to, to be full on. Yes. 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 And it's really nice how they balance out some of the, you know, like we were talking about the paella. Well, that's, you know, a very traditional dish. A lot of really, really creative things. Like I was like, oh, my God, the Impossible Burger is really good. That obviously is, you know, with wasabi sauce on it and things like that. It's a very unique kind of dish to what they're doing there. So you have that nice balance of, okay, if you want something that's a little bit more adventurous and and something that's a little different, you can do that. But if you want to look for something that's a little more unique to each of the countries, like the very specific countries, you can go and do that. Yes. And I like that they have booths that they don't normally have as a part of the world showcase you know that like there's the alps and there's um australia and brazil and countries that there isn't a place that you can normally go through the world showcase and try something yeah ireland belgium they got a belgian waffle which looks really good and i keep passing by the picture and the little passport (laughs) i have i really want that now um yeah, and then and then America, they do a good job. But they actually have a bun, you know, a few different booths up there, and a few different places you can get good stuff. So they have, so they have the Fife and Drum Tavern has a specific beverage. They have Block and Hans has special beverages, um, and then they have Hops and Barley, where they have you know New England Lobster Roll and um, a New Brunswick style, which is like a, a slow pot roast style. Um, and kind of speaking of the drinks, that's drink around the world you know they have obviously you know alcoholic beverages and non-alcoholic beverages but um something my roommate and i like to do is we do um beer flights so you know a lot obviously hot days you don't want to drink have a full full beverage maybe and you're like you know what i want to try some stuff out and you do want to try out more than one of the offerings well you can get four little servings of it and share it with people. it's actually a lot of fun to be able to do that where you can try out all these things but then you're not like drinking tons and tons of of this and you know you're able to keep your you know keep drinking water and keep hydrated on those especially early on when it's still pretty hot there 
Did you get a chance to go to the um, new Appleseed Orchard? I didn't. They they have like this full entrance over in in, in oh, Canada wow. that you go into. Yeah, it's not that that's not a small addition. That's a pretty pretty big one, and it's good. You know, it's again, this is one of those things they can do. It's good timing with you know the the increase in ciders and things that you're seeing out there. Um, it's really right. cool that they were able to incorporate that in now. Well, isn't it done in like where they do their their video? Isn't it done in that pavilion or not the pavilion, but in that? Yeah, the Oak Canada. Well, they're actually there's some construction going on there right now but yeah it's over down in that area we didn't get a chance to go down there but um walking by it and just looking at the menu list it's it's a pretty extensive one for for one of these booths especially for you know drinks and everything usually you see maybe three four drinks but this one's like oh man this thing's got a lot going on for it Mm -hmm. another thing that caught my eye was uh what is it it's a mimosa bar yes that one (laughs) looks good and that one has a flight one too um yeah, it's not I, just it's not just wine. It's you know they have beer, they have wine, they have um, cider now. I mean, it's it's more than just your average. You know, it's not just food and wine. There's a lot more um, beverages and non-alcoholic beverages too that you can that you can try out. Yeah, which we always go with our family and our kids, and so a lot of people don't associate the food and wine festival with kids and family, but my kids love it, and we like to just get stuff and not really tell them what it is. And just have them try it <laughs> and then kind of explain what it is. And it opens them up to, to trying new things. But they always like to get a non-alcoholic drink at one of the places. And they think they're really cool, you know, with this fancy drink. And so that my kids really, really enjoy it. Um, and, you know, we're big fans of the all the scavenger hunts at Epcot. So they have uh, one for the Food and Wine Festival with Remy. And uh, it costs, is it still $6.99? Still $6.99. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's still $6.99. And um, you get this map at any of the festival booth locations. And you go around and try to find little hidden Remy's. And then you put a sticker that is associated with each spot. And then you can return it and you get um, a prize for it. So, and I believe you said this year it's like a tumbler. Yeah, it's like a little travel tumblers. travel coffee mug tumbler, um, and they have four different ones. Uh, one has Mickey, one's Minnie, uh, a Figment for the fans of Figment out there, and uh, a uh, Remy one as well. So we we ended up getting two of the maps, so we went home with a Remy and a Figment. It's fun and, for everybody in the family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can either do it where everybody's trying to find it and do it as a team. You can do it as a competition if you really want to. Um, and, you know, there are some countries where it's like, oh, yeah, there is. It's just, like, easy to find it. But then usually one or two, it actually does take a little bit of effort. You actually have to, to have a little bit of a better eye to be like, okay, where might he be hiding for this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really upped their prize this year. I like this, this year's prize. So speaking of um, families... So they have Eat to the Beat concert series this year again. Um, and they have a really good lineup. I was impressed with everybody that they have come in. Um, yeah. They have a lot of new people, too, yeah. um, that I was surprised by. Yeah. Most There's of the new some, people are September. People. Yeah, so yes, they are. Sawyer Brown, Grace Kelly, Zach Williams, Lauren Daigle, and Jimmy Allen are people. They're kind of on the early side of uh, September. There's Chris Allen. He's coming in November 2nd and 3rd. You know, they've Voice had, Avenue. Yep. Ninety eight degrees is gonna be there. Sheila E for yeah. anybody who's fans yeah. of Prince. Hansen. 
Got some mbop, maybe. <laughs> um, Boys to men. Oh, yeah. Sugar Ray, Blue October. Hey, if you're a fan of the 90s, you got your home right here. Just go Hey, up. let's not forget Joey Fatone. If you're going to throw 98 degrees in there, you have to mention Joey Fatone will be there. Too. Okay. Yes, he will. With, <laughs> and friends. And friends. <laughs> and if you are going to one of those one of those concerts that is thinking you probably are going to be very popular, um, it's probably a good idea to get the Eat to the Beat dining package because that guarantees you seating. And then you don't have to worry about staying in line for an hour before the concert starts because you can be out enjoying food. Absolutely. And then they have the uh, Disney Du Jour dance party, too, that they added on this year. Yes, I have some very excited children that um, are excited to see some of their favorite Radio Disney stars in person. And those it looks like they're running every other weekend or it's not every weekend. Um, It's just... Couple and that was every out on, and it's Fridays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So that's something neat that they've, I mean, added trying to get, I think, like we said, the whole family involved. And they have the candy sushi making again this year at the Land Pavilion, and that's every day, um, three thirty to five thirty, and it's only ten dollars a person, which is pretty exciting, yeah. pretty cheap. Yeah, and then while you're there, you can go. That's where they move the um, the uh, Ghirardelli um, little thing because because oh. in past years, so one of the big changes this year is that they used to have a big festival center. So it'd either be at the Odyssey or be at um, what Horizons, I think was the was the other place was called. Like one of those buildings you normally you know most people kind of go and it's like, oh, what was that? And that's well, they use it for festivals. Well, because they're doing all the um, renovations to Epcot. They aren't using those buildings anymore. One of them's actually all, you know, got a chain link fence around it. Um, so what they are actually both of them do, I think. Um, so what they did instead is that they kind of split things up. So port of entry is kind of where all the merchandise this year. Um, they have the demonstrations and everything between that kind of big building that sometimes they open up the gate. And some of the other stuff kind of got moved around. So the uh, chocolate um, store that they have, that's now in the land. So you can go get a little free piece of chocolate because they give you that on the way in. And one of our traditions is getting the uh, really, really rich, strong sipping chocolate that they sell, which is amazing. See, I wasn't even aware that they had a Giardali's area set up. Unfortunately, this year they don't. They used to do like chocolate sculptures, um, but they they don't. Oh, yeah. We were really disappointed by that. Sad. Well, it's good that they put all the candy stuff together then. I mean, yes, that way it's all in one location. Um, some other kind of cool things that they've added for this year. I mean, and this is a, a normal thing every year is they do still have the Sunday brunch with chefs, and this occurs every Sunday. And they have different chefs, including Carla Hall, Andrew Zimmern, um, Robert Irving, Kat Cora, Buddy mm-hmm. Valestro. I know I said his name wrong, but um. <laughs> But that to me is actually pretty cool. And that's if you're a big cooking food network person, <laughs> this is something you should definitely do. And this is not included with your Epcot admission. Like there is a fee to do this, but it's it's really something that's interesting. Yeah. And it looks like I think this is new this year. They have a um uh tailgate tasting hosted by ESPN's Monday Night Football. So you can get ready for Monday night football viewing party. And during a 45 minute program, you enjoy a flight of three sample side food items, complimentary beverage tasting. And it's inspired by the cities of whoever's playing. So 
the first game is coming up on this Sunday between, um, or the first one that they have is uh, Sunday Denver Broncos versus Oakland Raiders. So they're going to have food choices, I think, from both of those those cities. And that's $19 per person plus tax. So actually, that's a nice wow, price. Yeah, that's actually, some food. yeah. yeah. That's really a good, nice. good price. That sounds really interesting. And they have a booth, right? Isn't there like a uh, an ESPN or like a tailgating booth? Yeah, I think so. Because, yeah, a lot of – yeah, so if you've been to um, past food and wines, a lot moved around. So they used to kind of have stuff inside – um, like they used to have like light lab and things, or was that during the, one of the other ones, but they, some of the stuff that they used to have in like interventions, they moved out of there. Um, but I okay, can't remember yeah. if they had a booth or not. I think it's like, it's the flavors of fire. I think is the one that's, Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's the one that's there. Yeah. The flavors of fire. So they just kind of, yeah, um, it's hosted by ESPN college game day. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's that been around before i remember that one i feel like yeah. but yeah that's over by earth eats and yeah i think it's over by like earth eats and active eats and somewhere in that area and then they have um they have some cheese seminars if you didn't get enough cheese on your <laughs> cheese tour um th- but those are neat you know gives you a little bit more in-depth information um they're 90 minute seminars so that's pretty good um, you'll be able to sample cheese selections and you get wine and beer selections. So, and of course they have, uh, beverage seminars as well. So they have different wine, beer, they even have spirits too. So, um, you know, they like to make sure that everybody's kind of included in whether you like wine or food or, you know, whether you're cheese and you like appetizers or you like main menu items or you like events, they, they really try to make it a nice, you know, a lot of well-rounded things. So they have a lot of different um, beverage seminars. And again, those beverage seminars are $19 per guest plus tax. So again, it's not a bad price at all. Now, if you really want to step up your game, though, you can get some tickets for Party for the Senses. A little bit pricier, but <laughs> it comes with an awful lot. Um, let's see. Tickets start for that at $229 and go up to 359 but I think yeah. there was a lot included in that, though. It wasn't. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, not to read right off of uh, Disney's website, but um, it has the talents of more than 20 eminent chefs. Um, there is it's set up like a like a banquet, you know, like a fancy event, like an elegant festival of sorts. And then they also have a concert that goes with it. Um, the Fems of Rock. And it's not a lot of dates. I think there's, let's see, there's only five dates available this year. Something and, to check out. And I think they have a, they have certain chefs that come out too, right? And I think I'm looking, it has 50 different booths. So that's another thing. Yeah, that, that's a lot of food. This is, this is a big thing that always happens during the uh, food and wine is the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, which is 10th year this year. Um, so it's going to be one of their anniversary years. It's actually a lot of them are already actually pretty much all of them are already sold out. Um, but a lot of times you can still do like chairs. You can still sign up that way, but, um, it's really fun because you get to run through the parks, which is one of the great things about all the Disney half marathons. You usually get to run depending on which one <clears throat> you'll usually at least run through Epcot, but a lot of times you'll start a magic kingdom Sometimes they'll go through Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios as well. But um, it's really interesting where, you know, they have these 
uh, great run set up. Um, actually, at the finish line, they have uh, some beer and wine available for purchase. So they actually bring the food and wine to the finish line. And um, you see people dressing up as all these different characters, you know, all these different types of like, like chefs or um, like some of the different characters. So you'll get a little more of the Ratatouille um, characters in those runs. And it's just, you know, half marathons for Disney are fun. And then the medals this year. Now, this one is at night, right? <laughs> Um, no, this, this is day. They're, the early, Disney World's okay, always during the early day. The morning only, one. The only um, half marathons that they do at night are in Disneyland Paris. So the medals this year, the kids race races have um, Timon on it. The Fall Fest has is from Jungle Book uh, for the 5K. And then the 10K is Frozen. So they have um, Sven and... Uh, Olaf on that one, and then the half marathon. Actually, that which is probably my favorite is uh, is Mickey, but he's dressed up like a colonial, so he's got the tricorn hat and everything and mm-hmm. spinny parts. So one side is a pie, and then the other side is like um, I think apples or cherries. So um, they have all these really cool, unique medals. And then if you decide to do the challenge, which is the two course challenge, that's the 10k and the half marathon they have um kind of one with three little medallions and the three um donald so three camaros yes, yeah the three camaros you get this really cool medal at the end um for going on that uh 10k and then one of the things that's unique to the disney wine and dine is they have kind of like an after race party so most of them they don't do any like little parties or anything after the race so pretty much you run it and you're done and you can go in the park um, but for this one, they actually have a very special party on that Sunday night where all the stands are open and it's only marathon uh, runners and their guests. And you get to go in the park, obviously, ridiculously short lines for the rides, but more importantly, for the food, and the beer and the wine that, you know, hey, you've run off all these calories. Let's pack them back on. Um, so, you know, you just go around the park and you have, you know, a lot of times it can get pretty crazy in Epcot with food and wine. So you get to get all this, uh, these awesome, you know, you get to try out all the stands and everything late at night, which is really cool. So it goes until like, I think like midnight or 1 a.m. It was really late. Yeah, it's around 1 a.m. It's 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. that night. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did that last year, which last year was kind of tough because it decided to downpour rain for the first half of it. But, you know, it's still fun to go to all the food stands and not have any lines there. I really like the medals this year. They're pretty. Yeah. Yeah, they're good medals this year. Not a runner, but I might go buy one on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> what? And that's, you know what, honestly, this year I'm I'm a huge fan of the merchandise. I mean, that's one of the big things, you know, a lot of the Epcot is it's such, you know, unique merchandise. And they do a good job kind of balancing out, okay, if you're a Mickey Mini person, they have Mickey Mini stuff. If you're figment because there's always that big figment um part of the population who loves him they have a big section that's all figment stuff um they have it for the wine drinkers they have stuff for beer you know i always get my i always get the brew shirts um because i i always like the you know brews around the world so um and they do a good job of really making them unique year in and year out like they're not they're never the same like my brew shirts i have the first one I got was red. Then I have this green one that's a little more like contemporary than that one. And then this year it was kind of like that German lettering on it. And it's this kind of like nice navy blue. So, you know, every year you can kind of get something a little bit different during these, during the uh, food and wine. 
Oh, I'm looking at the shirt. I like this year's shirt. Tons of great yeah. shirts this year. Yeah, it's all really nice. And so this year's a little, you know, a lot of pink, a lot of um, kind of like that soft pink, a lot of Mickey and Minnie. They did a good good job with the Mickey and Minnie this year. And then they always have a Remy, the Remy stuff too for Ratatouille. Yeah, I think they brought up Minnie has her own line now, doesn't she? I think so, I yeah. Think she, she came out with her own line this year. Yeah. And they have really cute ears, just to add that in there. Yeah. It's always about the ears. you got to have the ears. It is. If you're going to do one of these events, you have to get ears. Yeah, they have a lot of really, really cute items this year. Yeah, and then I'm I'm an annual pass holder, so um, they always have the magnets during these things. And what they did last year is if you went, I think it was three times, you got a cheese board. Yeah, that was this nice. Year, I didn't get one. Oh, it, oh, we have. Yeah, we got them. They're really nice. This year, it's um, coasters. And they're like that wood, that Ooh. wood kind of coasters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, really good. Oh, I didn't look for coasters this year. I should have done that. Usually, they have some nice coasters. Yeah, they. Go I haven't out, seen the I magnet think. either. What What does the magnet look like um, this year for customers? So they they have two different ones. So right now it's mini, and then it's going to be um, I think starting in October. Well, thanks guys for that conversation. I'm really looking forward to everything that everybody has to say about food and wine this year. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to be one of the first to know when a new episode is released. If you'd like a quote to Disney World or any other destination, please contact us at MarvelousMouseTravels.com.